Welcome back to Talking ETV, and um, we have a recurring guest, one of my favorites. I don't even know if you need to keep introducing yourself at this point. But I'm going to do it anyway, because it's Tomas right. and Big Bro and Lil Fitz Reacts. We come with the content, y'all. The Consistent King is here. And today we got to talk about Carol. Because, you know, like I say, it's a couple of conversations in the Walking Dead community we be needing to have, but I don't know why we ain't having them, so we just going to have them over here. Um, are you going to tell them what you're eating today? Because you kind of forgot that this was talking ETV and I came with a whole hot pot set up. Yeah, so <laughs> this is this was a last minute, two minute meal preparation, but I'm just eating a simple, nice little pepperoni and cheese calzone. But I'll be obsessed. These be sold out. You can never find these here. I get them like once every few months. So I, I stocked up on them. And then I got me a little um, drink. It was really also unprepared. I put Simply Lemonade, Summer Citrus Ciroc, and Grenadine in it. So it got like a mm -hmm. yellow and blue look to it. And I got my King Ezekiel cup. Never bullshit a bullshitter. Because right. he gonna come. You know, hey, you know. he, look, he forgot this was talking to me TV, but he still made a drink. Uh, right. Y'all know I come with a drink. You're right. That's what's One funny. Thing about me, I stay with a drink in my hand. He forget. That's me watching. See, I was about to bring up a whole nother TV show. That's me with that girl mama in Euphoria. <laughs> the whole show, she got a glass of wine in her damn hand. But no, today we're talking about Carol. And the conversation I want to have about Carol is, well, there's a lot of conversations. We'll probably get to her as a general character. But the Carol conversation I want to have today is, it is not Carol's fault that all them kids died. And I'm going <laughs> to need for y'all to let it go in the Walking Dead community that Carol is the reason that all of them kids died. Really? Yeah, them kids? They were layered story arcs, like the one. No, let's go in no, chronological but, order. Let's start with Sophia. Right, How do you feel about her own daughter dying? Because I always say, if I'm gonna blame her for any death, that will probably be the only one is her own daughter. See, I think like with certain characters, certain things need to happen in order for them to reach their full potential. And I think losing Sophia was a pivotal moment for Carol um, because it pushed her to become stronger. Now, while I hate how everything went down, I wish Sophia asked would have just stayed under the damn car with Carl, quiet, like she's supposed to. But I can't believe still to this day that she, this, let me tell you something, the scariest <laughs> person of them all was the first to come from up under the cars. Sophia, why you ain't stay your ass under there? Right. All you had to do was be quiet. She started whimpering and stuff under there. I'm like, poor Carl just sitting there quiet, ain't said a word. Like, come on, come on, Sophia. Damn, and why was you so far from your mama? You know you're supposed to be joint at the hip. Like, this is crazy. But regardless, um, Sophia then got caught, ran out into the woods, then Lori then held Carol back. I'm like, uh, -uh listen. And then they only sent Rick when we got a whole collective group. It should have been an honor. And then they had the audacity to blame Rick. Mm -mm. See, my thing is, is I'm see me, I'm mad at Rick and Carol. But I'm I'm mad at Rick, Carol, and Lori, if we're going to keep it a stack. I'm mad at all the grown-ups, not the baby. But this was my thing. I don't blame Carol for any of the kids dying, but if it was one that I had to pick, Sophia would be the only one. Just because it's like, okay, why you ain't watching your daughter? Number two, your first instinct when that walker started chasing Sophia was to go run after her, which was right. But when Lori grabbed you and pulled you under the car, I would have elbowed the fuck out of her. Like, bitch, get off of me. I'm finna go get my daughter. Because at least Carol would have picked her up and ran. And then, like, the group could have got the walker. But, like, Sophia is, like, the only one, like, if I had had to pick. 
I can see how people can blame her for her own daughter's death, but that's literally the only child. That's the only child. And I mean, it's, Carol wanted to keep searching, but they I, I feel like the group held Carol back. Because, you know, any mom about to be in the woods all night long looking for their for child. Like, I'm not sleeping. I'm not relaxing. Everybody's like, no, it's getting too dark. I, fuck all that. When my child is out here in the woods alone, if she's going to be in these woods alone, I'm going to be in these woods alone. For and real. that's just that. But Carol, I think she let the group hold her back too much. And that also played a part. Um, and it makes me mad because in hindsight, them two little walkers that got this child care. And we just, two walkers two are so easy. Two ass walkers. And that's so easy to dispatch. Like, I know, like, later in the future, they're like, damn, we had to be the dumbest motherfuckers. These are the easiest things to kill on earth. And we didn't let them chomp up on the little girl. Like The end of the apocalypse, well, not the end, but. 12, 13 years until the apocalypse, we literally could never, because Daryl would have killed them two walkers, but Daryl was all the way down there with T-Dog. Yep. Daryl wasn't even nowhere near them. Daryl definitely wouldn't have let nothing happen to Sophia, but it's so hard. And the thing that blew me with Rick is, I'm like, Rick, you the fucking police. Why you leave that girl down there by herself? Keep the sun on your right side. and you, go- Rick. Sophia, it was too many adults around. Like, Sophia, you would think Sophia literally could have been the easiest prevented death. I feel like with everybody else, it was a lot going on, but, like, Sophia's was so simple. And she should. And and I really do, now that I even think about it. Rick, you had her. But I really do blame Lori because now Hat Carol had ran into the forest. Rick went after him, right? Rick would have did what he did, but Carol would have been with her child to guide her back to the highway. Exactly. But Carol wasn't there, so we had to leave Sophia so Rick could go dispatch the walker. Exactly. So that's kind of irritating now that I really think. But I never really thought super deep into it, but Lori really kind of fucked up that scenario for Carol. And really, because it was a minimum of a two-adult job. Like, two adults needed to be there. One to grab Sophia, and one to distract the walkers and kill them, like Rick did. So it really wasn't it wasn't fair because it wouldn't nobody have held Lori back if it was Carl in the woods. So mm. that's so funny. Yeah. You think it would have been different if it was Carl? I do. I do. I think Shane would have went out there. I think Lori would have went out there. It would have been You know what I'm saying? Like they did Carol a little wrong. They did. They did. They did. And then the fact that in the comics Sophia survives. Mm. Don't even get me started. So with Sophia. I always go back and forth. I'd be like, damn, Carol, like, girl, your daughter was right there. It's so hard. But it was too many fucking grown-ups. Every grown-up was there but Daryl. And if Daryl was there, he would have got it together. Mm-hmm. Because T-Dog over here about to bleed out. So Daryl over there Literally. handling that. Where was Dale? Dale was on top of the RV. Mm. And how did Dale not see all the fucking walkers coming? I think they were trying to get water. Remember, they found that um, truck with all the water tanks, so they was trying to stock up on water and supplies, and people was going way too far out. Um, okay, because I'm like, how did Dale not see that? I just know Andrea was it, in there, like, cleaning her gun. It. it was Rick oh, who yeah. caught it. You know, Dale jumped on Andrea, grown ass, talking about, I need to help her. Like, the kids need help. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Uncle Dale, what did you do <laughs> like somebody's supposed to run to protect the children exactly and then after that 
It's so sad with Sophia. I don't even want to talk about it. It literally makes me sad. We can go to the children who, for some reason, they love to blame Carol for is Mika and Lizzie. Mm-mm. Now, and I just Mika had a conversation about this yesterday. But go ahead. You, right. you throw your thoughts out there. Now, I'm about to say, this is my thing with Mika and Lizzie. Because let's talk about it after I get a hit of these noodles. The food is on point over there, let me just say. I just been sitting here looking at it. I'm like, damn, she done made a feast and it looks so good. No, the the chili crisp on these noodles is so good. I wish no, I could. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like everybody ooh, and then I love enoki mushrooms and hot pot. The thing for me with Mika and Lizzie is them was not Carol Kids. 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 I don't know why I always feel the need to tell people this, but Lizzie was literally feeding rats to walkers at the prison. Lizzie is the skinnier one, right? Yes. Lizzie was literally feeding rats to walkers at the prison. They never had a previous relationship with Carol. They were two random children that lived in the same place who had their daddy. Them kids had their whole parent, okay? I don't know where their mama was at, but I know they had their daddy. So please tell me how Lizzie being crazy got anything to do with Carol. No, it doesn't. And I'm going to tell you why. If you go back and watch the scene, it seems so insignificant. But when he, the daddy got bit and was laying in the bed, and, you know, Carol brought the kids in. Well, she spoke with him before the kids come in so that they could say their goodbye. But he mm-hmm. asked Carol, he said, can you watch over my daughters? You know, the mom died or whatever. They ain't got nobody. We ain't got no family. But he mm-hmm. told her, he said, I believe it was him, if I'm not mistaken. He told Carol to keep a special eye on Lizzie because she thinks a little differently. She's not like the- that. I don't I'm even remember you. that. I swear he said to her that she doesn't think like the other kids. Like, he didn't, spe- he didn't spell it out for her, but he just said, mm-hmm. keep a special eye on Lizzie. Um... Oh, no, it might have been Mika, now that I'm saying. Because uh, remember, Mika walked up in the, the room when they were saying goodbye. And then she was saying something about the dad that was a little off. And Carol gave her a look. And I think it was Mika that was like, she's she's different from the other kids. She doesn't think like them or something like that. Whatever. Well, Somebody I don't remember that Carol at all. Shout out to you. I don't remember that at all. I think it was Mika. Mika gave Carol a warning that Lizzie does not think properly. And that was the red flag. But, you know, she's a kid. So, you don't, as an adult... You don't think much of it. Kids just do weird stuff. You know she what I mean? She was like, They're you know, my, my sister look crazy. Just my sister look crazy. Basically. And then, you know, when you family, you kind of downplay it because, you know what I mean? You're going to defend your family. You know, you don't want people to think they're crazy, but you want to kind of give them a heads up how to deal with this person. Um, mm-hmm. But Carol was warm, but she didn't know how bad it was. Because Carol was the auntie to everybody. She was taking all the children and teaching them how to fight in secret. Yeah. She said, damn what the parents got to say. Y'all not finna die like my daughter did. Carol did everything in her power to keep these kids alive. She did do that at the prison. Wait, when they mm-hmm. daddy died at the prison, that was when the boy with the glasses had turned, right? And he went around eating everybody. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So you're right. So first of all, like like I said, them wasn't Carol kids in the first place. She didn't raise them kids. She ain't even really fucking know them kids. Their daddy was literally on his deathbed and said, can you keep them? Like, what's she going to do? Say no? Like, what, we, what else we going to do with the kids? She was training the kids. Oh, 
that strengthens our case on how it's not our fault that them fucking kids died. No, because she learned from Sophia. That's the thing. It's not like she made the same mistake over and over. She, she never did. That's what's crazy. You're right. Right. She trained them and all the other kids to defend themselves, just rightfully so. Even Michonne trained Judith because she lost her child. Indeed. Well, her child was a little younger, to be fair. He but regardless, yeah, you don't want a child out here defenseless, like in a world where we can so easily get separated. And then when the enemy is so insignificant and weak, you know what I mean? Like, look at Clementine. Clementine out there busting heads. I mean, kicking in ankle meat and taking down the walk. Like, this is easy to do for children. You just got to braven up a little bit. And that's what Kara was trying to teach him to not be scared, to be comfortable with this weapon. And she did everything in her power to try to keep these kids alive with or without her. That's but go true. ahead. No, points were made. I mm-hmm. forgot she was training them at the prison. Obviously, I've seen those episodes multiple times, but I remember it. I just you know, didn't I think of it off of my head. Oh, wow. I'm the Walking Dead Fat King. I come with the I list. Know that's right. Cool. Listen, I'd be ready to defend these characters at a moment's notice. The only one I ain't defending is the damn Negan. Or any of them damn saviors. I mean, Negan don't even defend his damn self. Everybody else do. He'd be like, no, I don't regret it, and I'll do it again. That part. Negan don't even defend his own self. But Mm -hmm. that's fucking crazy. And so now, we out here thugging with Tyrese, Mika, and Lizzie. And Lizzie has not changed at all. She thinks the walkers are people. She says she be talking to them and she can hear them and they understand her. And I don't remember at one point Carol found out that she was fucking feeding them. Um, It was... What point did Carol find out? Um, I think somebody told her. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember. How did Carol find out that she was feeding them? I just remember um, somebody had a conversation. I think it was Tyrese. You think it was Tyrese? Tyrese told her, but I'm trying to remember how he found out. I remember she wandered off at night. Or maybe it was probably during the day. After they found a little uh, house in the woods or whatever. Remember, uh, Lizzie took a box of rats and went to go feed it to the trapped walker on the train tracks. I remember that. Oh, yeah, because she was still doing it outside of the prison. Because at first, everybody was creeped out. Like, what the fuck? Like, why is it like pieces of rats and walkers? And okay, yeah, so she had got herself caught. I believe so. And and it might have been Mika that snitched on her. I can't 100% remember how they discovered she was doing that. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, we found a little townhouse and the girls outside playing Ring Around the Rosie tag or whatever with the walker. Uh Carol sitting up there making her, her, her pot of tea. She said, oh. Hell nah. That kettle was whistling. <laughs> Carol went out there, attacked the walker, took it down. I was like, what the hell are you doing? The girl snapped. This is when you know she's too far gone. She said, that was my friend, Griselda. I remember the damn name, Griselda. <laughs> the fact that you remember the name. It was like Griselda Gunderwild or something like that, man. The fact that you something remember like that. the name. I might be wrong, but I'm just guessing. I, I remember something that was named Griselda in that damn episode. It's probably the walker, but she was like, she was my friend, and you killed her. Like, she is upset. That, like, we just killed a whole-ass human being. Yeah. Like, ma'am. Carol's like, you understand that that thing was trying to kill you? She was like, no, she wasn't. She was trying to play, ma'am. She said, we was playing tag, Carol. Miss ma'am, we were playing tag. 
and you just ended the fucking game. That scene, I love the way that they filmed that scene. Because Carol was literally standing at the stove, whatever she was doing, you hear the kettle whistling. And at first you couldn't really tell what she was doing. You just saw her out there playing. And then when you saw the walker, Carol was like, and ran out there. Oh my God. Yeah, that, that little girl was, um, bless her heart. She was cuckoo to say the least. Poor baby. Mm-hmm. Absolute mental illness. And, and just when you thought it couldn't get any worse, it did. And so, Carol sitting down with Tyrese trying to figure out where it went wrong with these kids. And she said, Lizzie can't kill walkers and Mika can't kill humans. We got a problem here because we need to kill both. One, two, <laughs> both at the man. same time. One child was scared of everything and the other child was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Mm-mm-mm. Poor babies. They really didn't Carol stand was a set up. This was a setup. Why you give me the two problematic children? Any of the, the prison kids would have did good, but you gave me the problematic child. I'll tell you one thing, and this is, I mean, you could kind of still say it's in chronological order because Carl was there from the beginning, and there was no child all the way up until we got to Henry that was in Carol's life more than Carl. I'm talking about when it was just Shane and Lori. They met Carol. Carl met Carol on the expressway when Rick was in the hospital. You hear me? That was Carl, auntie. Okay. Mm -hmm. He knew Carol from day one when the apocalypse first started, when Rick was in the hospital. Carl, no Carol. Carol used to do school with them. It was Carl and Sophia. They'd be sitting down reading and writing and learning, and they doing this and they doing that. That's why Carl and Sophia was like this, and everybody was hoping that it would be like the comics, but we ain't going to talk about that right now. Literally, why was Carl so fine then if every single child that Carol is ever around dies? It's not true, you guys. They just be giving Carol these crazy ass fucking kids. Cause yeah, look at Lizzie, Carl. Lizzie and Mika was a—they uh, were truly a special case. What broke her was the fact that she ended up having to kill him. Cause one didn't kill. So first of all, only Lizzie, you know, is Carol's father. <laughs> That's the one to kill. Mika was killed by her own sister. How can I stop that? The kids gonna be alone at some point together. I can't. No, a parent can be next to their child one hundred percent of the time, crazy or not. You just, they was going to go get something to eat. They were trying to get them some food. You know, Carol about to confess to killing Karen. And she come back and Lizzie asked them to kill Mika and about to kill little Judith. What can you do with that? Like, this is a special case. This is like, I don't even know. This is some crazy country white people shit. Like, how do you raise a child that is capable of murdering their sister and think it's okay and then she's about to murder a baby. I ain't never seen no shit like that in my life. A baby that can't even... Is that even a real scenario? Like, has that ever happened? Like, I just... Right? I could literally see Carol's face to this day when Mika was like... I mean, when Lizzie was like, oh, I was just about to do Judith. However, she said it. Carol was like, she can't even walk. I'm like, bitch, this my thing. How insane do you have to be? Okay. Even if you believe that walkers understand you and they come back and they're your friend and all of that, you still understand the concept of death. You just think that they die and they just come right back. You know you killed your sister. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm I'm just waiting for her to come back. Ma'am, you were this hell-bent on proving 
to Carol, Tyrese, yourself, whoever, that your theory is true. You literally use your own sister as an example. You didn't even do Judith first and you don't even know Judith. You did the person closest to you in the world first, your fucking sister. Yeah. Let me tell you something. And she truly cool. fell in her mind that her sister wasn't going to attack her, do nothing, and that she would prove her case. She's like, I guess in her mind, she's thinking, okay, we kill all the walkers that are strangers, but if it's somebody we know, they won't be so instinctively ready to kill it. Kill the person. And it, it was crazy. And I, I don't know. I don't know what to do with that boy. And then she pulled a gun on them and said, we just need to wait. Mm-hmm. Lord, Lord, what do I do? I, you got to kill her. She's a threat to everybody. Like, she might be standing over me in my sleep. Literally, cause I'm trying not to laugh. Wait. Like, I can't sleep next to her. You can't. Like, and that's the thing. But somehow uh, people love to blame that on Carol. What do Carol one, who stuck with a cuckoo, a cuckoo little girl got to do with anything? It is 100% not Carol's fault. It is not Carol's fault. It, they were, she was disadvantaged and not her kids, like you said. They had issues prior to Carol. You know what I mean? Every other kid that she was around was fine. Like, it would just happen to be those two. And then for a period of time, she left them. As oh, well. no, she got two. She had some more uh, kids with some problems, but we about to get to them. I'm, You know who You know who next, right? If we're going to go in chronological order. Sam? <laughs> that ain't even her kid. That don't count. That one ain't No, going people... People... Now, you know, people blame her for Sam because Sam wanted, he wanted to be up under her so bad. She scared him. If she wouldn't have scared him, he never would have froze in that Walker crowd. You know how many times I would have heard that? That literally would have happened whether Carol was there or not. It would have because scam, I said scam. Sam was a scaredy cat. <laughs> he, uh, he was a scaredy cat. I mean, he, he also, again, was another child who had issues. He was abused. He was running that's from what I was about to get to. He had no... Sophia was abused too, she Yeah, like, th- these are trauma kids that we keep bringing to Carol, like, and expecting her to make miracles out of this. She tried her best to push him away, to say, listen, I don't want nothing to do with you. I just don't have good luck. She felt it in herself. I don't have good luck with kids. So just, you got a mama, you got a daddy, go be with them. Like, Literally, you got a mama, you got a daddy, you been brother, here in this whole community, you know these people. I don't know these people. Yeah, like, I'm just chilling, like, but he just was obsessed. And and it's because he wanted, probably, he saw the instinctive protective mother um, that she is. Like, that's yeah, why. He wanted he to be so friend so bad. He did. He, and I think he just wanted some comfort and security. And he's seen how tough Carol was and how she's not going to take no shit. Carol is completely opposite of his mom. Mm-hmm. And his mom, she could, she tried to protect him. You know, she put the little lock in there. But that's not stopping them from closet. being traumatized. Carol going to handle you now. New Carol, Carol 2.0 is going to cut a bitch up. You see how she put she brought the casserole to uh, Pete. It was like... <laughs> Wait, don't said, even laugh. Like, Listen, motherfucker. <laughs> Listen, you know, know I thought about making a casserole for this video and baking some cookies. I swear to God, I did. Oh, you should have. But that would have took me a whole nother process. I already had everything for hot pot. I said it is going to be hot pot today. But But, yeah, no, Sam, again, I don't blame that. Yes, she said what she had to say. But look at the look at the context of things. I mean, 
she was she was stealing guns, you know, even if I think it was for a good reason. Um, he was going to tell. What am I supposed to do? I got to scare the hell out of this child. Like, otherwise, he's going to blow my cover. It puts my community and our kids at risk. I mean, who Cause he was going to, didn't he say he was going to at least tell his mama? Yeah, he's like, you know, I got to tell my mom. And she's like, no, yeah. no, no, no. Especially your mother. And like, I mean, how is she supposed to know that saying those words was going to traumatize this kid so much? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. No, but this is my thing. So, Sam, Ron ain't spend no time with Carol. Right. And he got his dumb ass killed, too. But y'all don't blame Carol for Ron dying. Uh, I swear, a child could have said good morning to Carol. It's your fault he died. So, this is my thing with... I'm talking about... Uh, this, this is my thing with Sam. Poor baby. His mama was getting her ass beat on a daily basis. And obviously that's fucking traumatizing. Um, I'm pretty sure he was putting his hands on them kids at some point too. Oh yeah, he was. Um, that's why she had yeah, the lock like, built in, so that he couldn't. Yeah, get like it. it. It ain't no way he was only putting his hands on Jesse. Now my thing with Sam is okay. He's already a traumatized little boy, and then on top of that, he's living in the post-apocalyptic world. So you know, just 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 throw that into it as well, and then. He's never had to come in contact in person and like actually see a walker and hear them bitches growl and look at they eyes. They gray. They don't even got normal eyes and they got damn skin falling apart. He ain't never had to look that in the eye and for a child to never have to go through that and literally be surrounded by a thousand of them. You mean to tell me that he was supposed to just be cool like he was Daryl, like he done been there, done that before? How How is that Carol fault that he was terrified i'd have been terrified right even if i've been through it already when the wall came down and all of them walkers came in alexandria he was like he literally went from zero to 100 when it came to walker encounters he had never been around walkers like that for real they've been y'all y'all remember how the alexandrians was before we pulled up the whole grown-ass adults were scared (laughs) the adult didn't even know what the fuck was going on so how do you think the kids knew anything and they were, and unfortunately, Alec, the Alexandrians were taught to be scared of them. That was why they had the walls. They, you know what I mean? Like they didn't know no better. Like if they see what they coming, did they run, was they don't fight. They did good building the walls, but now nah, you still need to know this is real life. At the same time, don't just build the walls and then that shit don't exist. Exactly. Like they really thought the government was coming to save them. Mm-mm-mm. Remember so, when I, Deanna said they directed me to a back road and said they would be back. And they never came. Yep. They never even had nobody in the guard post. She said, my son mans it. Sometimes. Sometimes, ma'am. Uh, Which so means you what? A couple of no times human months? threat. And I mean, to be fair, too, the people knew Pete was beating on that, that family. And they let him go because he a surgeon. Which I could understand, but like y'all didn't try to separate this man, try to explain to him that he's And this man on. always getting drunk. Where the fuck he getting all this liquor from? He be drunk as right. fuck, man. And then, like, y'all talk about making laws and having order, but y'all sitting here letting this man beat on his, his family. Like, that's crazy. Thank like, you. Like, why but was this Morgan supposed the first to be the new civilization? A jail. And y'all supposed to be civilized people. Thank like, you. I don't give a fuck if you is a doctor. Talking about they marriage is they marriage. No, like, she can't go nowhere. She can't up and leave. Like, we're trapped in the same four walls. Like, no, Where I don't is like this family supposed to go? 
Like we all got to go to the damn pantry. We all got to go get our water at the damn river. Like literally. <sighs> and speaking of that's their marriage. Side note, real quick tangent. That's why I never fuck with Jim. When he was having his little moment where he was digging the graves, and he finally said what he had to say, and. They was talking about, obviously, he was like, you know, what are you going to do to me? Blah, blah, blah. You did this to Ed. That is their marriage, not yours. So, you know, Ed was beating the shit out of his wife and you ain't getting no fucking, you want Shane to stay out of it, but he could just keep beating the shit out of his wife. Not in my camp. Anytime. Absolutely not. I ain't like Jim. Fuck Jim. Yeah, Jim ain't do nothing for me. Uh-uh. He, he, he was doing too much. Um, we that is their marriage, another, not yours. Who made you the judge and jury or whatever We just needed said. another body to take down the walkers. That was what we needed. He ain't provide nothing exactly. other than that. And he barely did that because he got bit. So it is what it is. And but I also want to point out too, in Carol's defense, when she did find out that the kids in the family was being beaten, she stepped up. She went and was like, why the hell are we not doing the only ones, Carol and Rick. Right. If Carol was truly heartless, she would have minded her business. But she, as somebody who has been abused, recognizes that somebody needs to intervene before this goes too far, before they end up, you know, super soft and timid like me, afraid of their own shadow. Like, that was what got her and Sophia killed because she was not able to tap into her full potential because she was being beaten. Sam was never going to be able to evolve into a strong adult because no matter where he looked, he was always scared. He wasn't safe at home. He ain't safe outside the walls. Like, oh, baby, couldn't get no peace. And then at a certain point, the, when the walkers came in, he wasn't even safe in his home. So he has no sense of security. Of course, he was going to break down in the midst of the walkers surrounding him. Yeah, Carol's words echoed through his ears, but that's because that was the reality of the situation. She ain't lie. Mm-hmm. She ain't lie. They is monsters. They is going to kill and eat you. Like, he was, of course, he was going to But this is my thing. No, but this is my thing. Carol's words running through his head is not even what got him in trouble. Him being scared is what mom, 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 right? Mom, why don't you shut the fuck up? Is anybody else talking? Read the room. And then read on, the room. But that when they were walking, he stopped and held up the line. Like, so mm-hmm. we keep moving. And then he started pulling away and he started whimpering. And that was all it took. And he got ripped up. Like, that is not and Carol. Carol wasn't right. even there. Like, it was like literally where was carol he was in the house with morgan remember morgan and went upside her head oh yeah huh morgan they had a moment because she was fucking sick of him she was like i'm sick of all this life is precious shit sir you fucking let the wolves go and now they hear at alexandria right so again no carol that was not carol's fault and she felt horrible that he died like you know what i mean she wanted she felt so bad in her heart she wanted to protect him she even brought him the the damn uh apricot cookies or whatever and put him on his grave like you know what i mean like that is horrible next child who the next one right (laughs) poor sam did not deserve that sam i feel like sam and then Lizzie and Mika, but people love to blame Sam on Carol when that didn't have shit to do with her. No, I, um, I'm not giving that point to her. It's adults that's been living in the apocalypse and still be scared of walkers. Right. A little ass boy was scared. Like, why is that surprising to y'all? That literally has nothing to do with Carol. But yeah. And so now we can get into, ooh, the, ooh these mushrooms. Are, I love enoki mushrooms. Let me tell you. And bok choy. 
Love that for me. <sighs> Who got his dumb ass put on the pipe, Tomaj? Well, no, we skipping one. Who? You know who else they tried to put on her? Benjamin. Oh my God! First, now me going straight to his little brother. She had just got there. She was still trying to not reveal who she was fully when Ezekiel was like, you can't bullshit a bullshit. I fucking love her and Ezekiel relationship dynamic. Let's get into it. They be trying to put Ben on her. I be forgetting yes. about Ben. Because he been they, dead so long. They tried to say if Carol would have took him in and trained him, then he wouldn't have been there during the day he got shot. Because remember, he remember Benjamin found her out in the forest. He was following her because he wanted to learn from her. And then she uh -huh. said, No, go to your meeting or whatever with the king and Morgan and all them. You know, you should be there or whatever. And because she didn't take him in to train him that day. Um, he was there to get shot in the leg. And this is exactly why I have you on here because I forgot about that, but I can literally see the scene in my head. Um, him trying to quietly follow Carol and she was like, I like, I know you're following me. I'm not stupid. Um, let's talk about Benjamin. Oh, baby, that, let's talk about it. So that was another case of Carol. And this is why I really don't believe she even blames herself for Sam. She again continued to follow her ideology of like, no, I'm not taking no kids. Like, I don't want the responsibility. So again, by her pushing him away, something bad still happened to him. Like, she had very little involvement with this dude. Like, literally, minimal. he didn't even fucking know this little boy. Carol was literally just at the kingdom. The only person she would talk to would be Morgan or Ezekiel or like Jerry in passing. She was not outside kicking it with these people. She had just got to the fucking kingdom. She said she was playing it cool. Ten words to this boy. She was outside in the tree killing down the walkers before she walked into the kingdom to go talk to Morgan or the king, whoever it was. And he came out, oh, I was going to clear these. She said, I got it. And that's all she said. And she kept it pushing. He was, again, impressed by her skills because everybody loved to see what Carol can do. And again, what? he wanted to They'd learn. like, what her. is this lady doing? But Carol was like, I, I ain't got time for that. And I mean, that's any adult could have said, Daryl would have said that. Daryl would have said, nah, I'm good. No, for Rick, real. Because Rick would have said, nah, Daryl be like, leave me alone. You know what I mean? Most of the adults there, Rosita wasn't going to have it. Sasha ain't got time. Like, no, all the adults would have said the same thing. And he didn't. I think that was before they even met the rest of the group. So he didn't really have too many people to learn from. So after Carol said no, he kind of like drifted to Morgan as well. Mm -hmm. And so Morgan kind of became his figure, but he really wanted it to be Carol. No facts. It was Carol off rip because I don't know if maybe like, I know he obviously would like see Carol do things, but I wonder if like one day Ezekiel came home and was like, you know, I like that Carol. Like maybe Ezekiel like, might have just so happened to like mention something about her in passing and that like made him even more intrigued because he be off doing his own thing. He be going to school and all that other stuff. But well, you remember the king kept sneaking out. Well, not really even sneaking because he, he ain't got to sneak, yeah. but he was walking out and bringing Carol fruit. And you know, I don't know if Benjamin was part of his little bodyguard, but everybody knew he was leaving bringing Carol to stuff. Everybody loved Carol. Carol was there 10 mm -hmm. minutes and everybody's in love with Carol because literally she, she's just that lady. <laughs> like. <laughs> And to and again to blame Benjamin on her is when she tried to have minimal involvement. It's like she can't do nothing. She can't even say no. <laughs> she said three words to that boy. Oh, you should have taken him. You're the reason he died. But I'm meanwhile, Negan can literally 
imagine how Negan could kill somebody for fun and they'll say it's the person who died fault. He was finna bash in Carl Hayden. They talk about he don't kill kids. Um, I guess I we don't watch the same seven sixteen because Carl was uh head me was finna be on the cement, but and was. So yes. Shout out to this, this is how I feel about Benjamin. Cause clearly I forget that boy was we saw him for 10 minutes. <sighs> this is the thing. Benjamin was Ezekiel's child. They daddy died. So they were under Ezekiel's care. And Henry was even younger than that. Ezekiel literally raised them kids. Henry was literally, and that's why I like always remember Henry. Cause like Benjamin was kind of like a, like a preteen, something like that around the time when his daddy had died. He wasn't like a baby baby. Like Henry was what? Like fucking eight? However old he was. I just know he was right. a little boy. About right. Henry was little, little. Like, okay, Benjamin, y'all crazy to pin that on Carol, but this is the thing. Benjamin would go out on runs with Ezekiel. Benjamin was in on everything Ezekiel was doing. Nothing was a secret to that boy because he was under his wing. He was raising him. So literally one of our people from the kingdom plotted and was short fruit on purpose to start some shit. How's that Carol fault? It, it could have been any other day too. On top of that, when the saviors felt like fighting that day, they could have been in the mood to start some shit. Again, I they put that on they you because do. you allowed these people to go out here and just do whatever the hell they want to these people. And you say you say- Like but Goldilocks, I fucking hated that savior. I don't even know his name and you know exactly who I'm talking about. Jed? I don't know. I just call him Goldilocks. You know exactly who I'm talking about. Yeah, I think his name is Jed. I fucking hated him so bad because of how he treated them at the kingdom. Like, can you just collect the supplies and get the fuck on? Right. Like, and then it's not like, even it's like... always gotta be some extra shit with him. Right. And then it's not even like Ezekiel didn't try to be reasonable. He said, I'll bring you double what we was originally supposed to bring you. So you about to get triple your, you know, your proceeds and y'all want to make you don't deserve anyway talk about this can't keep happening sir we ain't had a problem all this time and then it it has never happened while you're talking about this can't keep happening sir like so and then you steady bringing the problem savior so you got somebody in your group we ain't beefing with nobody else in your group but you keep bringing in the the kingdom the nicest people picking with our people like you wanted that to happen is what i'm getting at Mm -hmm. So that, yeah, that's the saviors. That is not Carol's fault. She literally mm-hmm. tried to distance herself. Well, no, the nigga, it's the saviors, but it's the nigga from the kingdom who was short that cantaloupe yeah. or whatever it was on purpose because he wanted to start some shit. He didn't know it was going to end in Benjamin getting killed, but... It's a bunch of people's fault, but Carol ain't one of them. That's how I'm And my thing, too, is you a grown-ass man. You know the saviors will start some shit for nothing. So you gave them a reason... And you know you got a child in your group that goes on these runs with y'all. Clearly, you didn't give a fuck who got it. Right. You didn't give a fuck at all. So, no. I don't even remember his damn name. What was his name? Dude from the kingdom who was short that cantaloupe on purpose. Whatever piece of fruit it was. His Richard. And you know how, first of all, do you know how long it take to grow a cantaloupe? That's a whole nother conversation. You got a nerve to be short a cantaloupe, bitch. Whatever that piece of fruit was. No. That's a whole gardening season for one piece of fruit. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. So, no. First of all, it was his fault for being short on purpose to start some shit. Yep. 
the saviors will do something without a reason. He gave them a reason. Benjamin literally called a stray. Like, that's not, it's not funny because he got shot in the leg. That child literally called a stray. Right. And something could have happened to any of them because, like I said, he always went on the runs with them. Like, that was their routine. What do they routine at the kingdom got to do with Carol? And she only got there because and Carol has the right to say no to whatever she wants to say no to. And she said, I'm not training nobody today. You know what I mean? Like she just did not have to do that. And she wanted to be alone. She left our people who was in the precipice of war. She ain't about to just go out here and take somebody else's kid in. Like, I don't even want to help my own people right now. Like, I don't want to have nothing to do with no Carol literally be trying to hold on to all this mental. All the mental strength that she got. Because she really be having to fucking kill people. And she be like, I need a minute. And trauma comes to her door. Benjamin bleeding out. And they bring a break to Carol Dennis. Like, what is... Because she was the closest. She was right there by where they did the drop off. She reading her book, minding her business. And a child come dying through the door. How is this okay? Y'all brought me a dying child. Literally. Ah. I don't even know what happened. The kids don't just know died. Everybody said, Carol, help. Like, and how traumatizing is that to Carol? The last time she talked to this boy, she was like, leave me alone. Next thing you know, they bringing him in there, throwing him on her table, leg bleeding out all over the place. Lord. They just Now they, we can get to Henry. They be doing it. Yeah, let's go to Henry. Mr. Henry. I do not like that. Let's start when he was little before we get to when he was big. Because there's a relationship that was that was started there. Because again, Carol was still following her ideology of, I don't want nothing to do with this child. But she realized... Literally, she had a child. She wasn't trying to get another one. She wasn't. But everybody kept trying to be her child. And when Henry went missing after the Saviors escaped and whatnot, she's like, I'm not finna go out here and look for this boy. Like, I just can't. If I see him dead, it's gonna hurt me. She like Cause why I, he take his ass out there in the first place? Right. She's like he was not my responsibility. She's like I just I can't do this. Like if I see a child dead, it's going to break me. I just can't do it. And that was again, that's not her child. That's not her responsibility. Ezekiel Asher went out there, but he was sitting at the campfire. They guilt tripped Carol into going out there. Thankfully, she did because she was actually able to save him. So it actually worked out this time opposite that because she did get involved with this child, she was able to save his life and let him live. No, live his stupid ass years. was able to be alive a little bit longer. Right. And at least get some sense of a life. She got to raise a child and she did right. She trained him like she, um, like Benjamin should have been trained basically. And she right. he was trained by Morgan until Morgan finally left again. Right. Morgan just stepped out their life and, um, and went to fear, unfortunately, but that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> and she raised him as best she could, taught him to fight, was teaching him how, well, wanted him to learn how to blacksmith. She's like, he's growing up. He needs to learn how to navigate the world. And it's not like she didn't take extra precautions. She went and got the expert apocalypse king, Daryl Dixon. No, it was no. And this is the thing, too. You got to remember, that's literally her stepson. Because remember her Ezekiel, Ezekiel got married. That was already... He was already Ezekiel's child, born seeing the world with rose-colored glasses. But okay, that's fine. But the way he put himself in danger multiple times, it's like you're not even naive anymore at this point. Like, this lady done told you how many times to leave me, my fucking people, my daughter, don't come over here. How many fucking times Daryl got to go get you? How many times she got to fucking tell you? How many times Beta got to pick you up like you an aunt? 
after that, like, how many times do somebody have to fucking tell? Like, he really ain't think Fat Meat was greasy. I swear. Right, and Bless Carol didn't know what he was doing. When Carol and took him out for that day or two in the woods, Carol made sure her son was covered. The saviors done robbed him. She went and burnt him in their sleep. Didn't tell her son nothing. He knew, because he knew what his mama was doing. That was the whole, first of all. Carol will do anything to protect It was the wedding ring for her, too. Because, first of all, she was already on your ass because y'all stole their shit. But you had the nerve to take her ring. It's on site. That's one of my all-time favorite She didn't give a damn about the ring. She put, they pushed her child. Just a simple push on the ground. You threw her child on the dirt. You lifted him up off the earth and threw him on the ground. Now you got to die for that. Not today, not tomorrow, but I'm going to get your ass. And Carol waited for her moment. She said, Henry, get you some good sleep. She made sure he was safe. She went birthday asses. And she said, right, we ain't got to worry about them again. I think they done moved on. <laughs> they done moved they on to hell. wedding ring back. Right. Didn't say a word. And then even, let's talk about the fact that, you know, they went and got Daryl. Henry, uh, I think it was Henry who went off to... Um, with Daryl, they went dog went missing. They went looking for him. Carol was she knew instantly that when they left, she was right there in the bushes. She they didn't know she was there, but she was watching over her son and Daryl. She was ready with the with the bow and arrow. She was ready. She ain't letting nothing happen to that boy. She took her eyes off and him for five minutes, and he got his own ass in trouble. Like multiple times. What is she supposed to do? Like all of these scenarios are out of Carol's hands. She couldn't control. Lizzie and Mika's mental state that was already pre-established when she got the kids she got held back with Sophia Benjamin was not her child she was almost grown halfway grown and under the protection of other adults and in the company of other adults armed adults with armor and all and a goddamn tiger like what more in her mind at least what more do that kid need I don't got to give him nothing he good and these people just keep these kids just keep dying. Like Sam got a whole mama and a whole group was raped. And daddy. These a fucked up daddy, but and a big brother. Like, what more? Who didn't want to do shit but hate on Carl with his bitch ass. Right. Literally, his big brother wanted to be Carl so bad. <laughs> like, what what can Carol do? Like, what more can she do? I just want to know. Like, literally just bubble wrap these kids is all she can do, basically. It just happens to always be her. And that's just the simple fact. Just like how they refuse to let Maggie keep a fucking family member. They're all fucking dead. Exactly. Everybody has that's their whole... trope. And unfortunately for yeah. Carol, is the kids in her life just die. And she don't even be wanting these kids, but they all just naturally drift to her. Even if she don't know them fucking kids. Right. These are strangers that are coming to her. She ain't go up to nobody's child like, let me take you in. Everybody. Literally, let's be friends. Out of everybody besides Sophia, which was her responsibility since she birthed her, she was asked to take in those kids or do something for them. Or she just tried to push them away. Like, that. Damn, it's not her fault. Nothing but facts. Henry is literally, he is just, that little boy. Anybody that has seen my Walking Dead reactions for them episode of Henry, I, every time he came on the screen, my face was so goddamn. I'm on my second square noodles. This food is so good. 
When I tell y'all every single time Henry came on screen, I will be so pissed off because dumb adults already get on my nerves. Dumb kids get on my nerves just the same. Like, I don't discriminate. Dumb kids get on my nerves. It's like, okay, I don't expect characters to be perfect. I don't need for characters to be perfect. If somebody is telling you, leave me to, first of all, you ain't scared when you go see these motherfuckers. You like, do you want to be over there with them? The energy ain't icky. You see how these, they give me the fucking ick looking at them on screen and you keep going over there. This bitch got dirt on her face, shaved bald head, wearing somebody else's skin on her face saying, leave me and mine alone. And you don't even know how big her group is and you keep fucking going over there for this girl that you just met. Right. Alpha and them didn't come, you know, fucking with us. Like, we didn't. They didn't. Like, it just happened to be they was passing through our area. They migrated. They moved across the And that's the thing that I will never understand. Bitch, we been here. Right. That's a whole nother conversation. It just so happened that the dang paths crossed. And it was just their policy that they kill anybody in their way. They went for Rosita and Eugene. But she gave them motherfuckers multiple chances. Yeah, she did. She just came up to the door. She said, I want my daughter and we're going to go on our way. Y'all stay out my way. I stay out y'all. That is And slap the shit out of Lydia in front of everybody. Ain't give a fuck. Right. He caught. Thanks, you know, mom. Wham. He caught a little crush and just figured he can go into somebody's community and take out one of, take one of their members and just be in a relationship. Sir, that's not going to work, especially when they're crazy. They were walking. Wasn't he, he talking about running away too? Yeah. It was, and she, Lydia said that to Carol the one time. She said, I wish I would have just ran away with Henry. And Carol was like, Yeah, he wanted to run away with her. I like, when like, did Carol ever teach a lesson like that? Never. Carol would have been understand. heartbroken. She would have searched the earth if Henry would have went missing with Lydia. As would have Alpha, I'm sure. But it's just like, she would have been like, Daryl, we got a trip to go on. That is a true scenario where Henry made his own bed. And everybody else paid the price for it, especially his mama. Like, no, for real. He literally started the Whisperer War. Yeah. Like, let's talk about it. He the reason Enid is dead. Tara, them the two, them the only two heads on the pike I really gave a fuck about if we're going to keep it a stack. And then they had to take in Lydia. Now, while Lydia was more, ah, she's more independent. We didn't really have to keep an eye on her. Carol still even yeah, kind of cool. kept the eye on Lydia. And Lydia survived. She's doing well. Uh, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. She saved Lydia from committing suicide. So that's another child in her life that we can actually give her a plus for because Lydia No, for real, because Lydia was going to let that motherfucking walk or bite her. Yeah, Lydia, she, she was saved like, Lydia. So that's a plus, no, honestly, in Carol's book. And the fact that Carol even feels bad that all these kids, in, in which most of these scenarios are not her fault that they died, but she still feels bad and is haunted by that. Like, no, that's not a guilt feeling. That's just a, a human feeling, a, a mother feeling. Like, she was a mom and she, you know, she, nobody wants to see a kid die. And the fact that these kids loved her, you know what I mean? That is what hurt her, like... Not because she was responsible fully for them, each and every one of them, but because they loved her and they wanted her protection and her protection just wasn't enough at the end of the day. Like, you can give somebody your heart. You can give them 110% mm -hmm. of what you got and it's still not enough. Because mm -hmm. it's like, she, 
she's still a human being at the end of the day. She be trying to keep her fucking sanity in a post-apocalyptic world. And I know, huh, huh, I would imagine losing a little girl is not a process that is just like a quick and easy thing. Carol literally lost a little girl. Literally. And I'm you talking know about the whole... Now that I even think about it, Henry, he was such a villain in Carol's story. Like, he put her on such a bad downward spiral. Can we please talk about it? Please. Once he started this war, not only did his death drive a wedge between her and Ezekiel, her marriage of six years, years, like, you you drove a wedge between them. Now she lost the love of her life. Granted, it was her decision, but she felt like she couldn't connect because she wasn't whole because they lost their child. On top of that, she went to war. She already lost the fucking child. She really went through that shit again, technically. Right. And for and she was actually trying to avenge her child, get justice because of how wrong he was. But, and if we, if we talk about it, the only child Carol ever claimed after Sophia, well, like Carl was like always close to Carol, but the only child that was like her child, because like obviously Carl had Rick, he still had his daddy and stuff, and then Michonne, his best friend, like Carl was fine, but him and Carol was always close. But Henry is literally the only child she raised other than Sophia, right? And actually, so little put her and a little together. bit of herself and her soul into, you know what I literally, mean? Literally, that's the only child she raised other than. Her own, and, her own child, Sophia. And he still ended up fucked up. Like, I know Carol didn't teach him no wrong lessons. He didn't embody none of Carol's traits out in the field. And then he didn't inherit. He didn't. I, I don't think he. It's like. To me, the way Henry personality was, I could kind of sum it up like this in my mind. It's like. All of the what's the word? He got all of the optimism of Ezekiel, but none of his intelligence. Because Ezekiel was like, the world is great. The world is beautiful. All of this other stuff. But also at the same time, Ezekiel was with the shits and he know what the fuck going on. Like, it's hard because see, but I mean, I don't want to compare him to Carl, but it's like, Carl wasn't fucking stupid. If Carl was doing some shit, Carl knew what he was doing. He knew what the outcome would be, but he would make sure he would do some shit where it wouldn't affect nobody else. Henry didn't give a fuck. Alpha said she would kill everybody if you don't leave us alone. And he kept doing this shit anyway and literally started an entire war. Literally. The thing with him, it's like, like, Ezekiel would never do no shit like that. Like, that is genuinely a fucking Henry thing. Ezekiel, Ezekiel literally maintained the most peace out of any community for a reason. Negan and them had never even been in the kingdom. Like, y'all forget, like, Ezekiel literally maintained. Come on now, come on, intelligence. Like, what is we doing? It's we all know Ezekiel is not a right dummy. Like, and it's like Henry. Did you only ever listen to the grand speeches that Ezekiel did? Like, did you ever listen to anything else that this man taught you? Because I don't think so. And Carol definitely ain't out there bothering nobody. Carol be at home minding her business, reading her books. Like, I don't know where he got that from. Like. Ugh. And I, I could say I maybe know. a little bit of Morgan in it because Morgan was a bit of a let me go save this person. But Morgan, the Morgan he kind of knew was going crazy at that point and just killing. So he can't even really say he embodies the best of Morgan. And Morgan ain't been there in years. So you know, Morgan has been all, in various states of mental health. Yeah, that was all over, Henry. Over like that, that was what was in him. That was nothing that his parents taught him. And I mean, that's you could say that about every, you know most children in real life, like. 
their you parents your don't be teaching their kids to go out and be on drugs or be drug dealers or rob people or shoot people. Most parents ain't teaching stuff like that. But sometimes the teenagers still turn out that way. And that was mm-hmm. what it was for Henry. Like he had the best mentors. And he, he really ignored did. each and every one of their lessons. No matter what they said, he ignored them. Daryl spelled it out for him. And Daryl, again, another one who took time. He was out there looking for Rick. Like, he didn't want to be bothered with nobody. He took the time Literally. to Carol ask. Carol had a special request. Watch over my son. Make sure he's And he was going right. to do that for his best friend, his sister. And Daryl wasn't even enough. Like, if Daryl can't do it, damn. Well, you just a lost cause at this point. Daryl was so tired of that damn child. He was stressing him out. Daryl is like, I am looking for Rick, and you're fucking stupid. Like, I... I I, I could honestly say that, like the thing with Henry is I would say in the beginning he was naive because it's like, okay, like you have been in the kingdom, the whole apocalypse. Okay. But also at the same time, you're not ignorant to the outside world. Like the kids in Alexandria was like, you was actually right. out going on runs, being trained, informed on what's going on. Like you wasn't just completely kept in the dark. Like all the kids in Alexandria, like you know, what's going on in the world, you know, the dangers, your fucking brother is dead. Like you literally know the dangers of the world. You lost your fucking big brother. Your family. Like your you know family. Your biological family. They're dead. Literally. And I know he remember his brother. Um mm-hmm. didn't he want to avenge his brother at some point? Yeah, that he was trying to kill the uh head savior that was um doing the dealings with um he did kill him. Yeah. He did kill him because remember Morgan was gonna kill him. And then Henry got him first. That was Henry's first okay. human kill. Yeah, like... Oh, it's so good. So Henry been with the shits. He been a little crazy and adventurous. You know what I mean? That was in his character. He was a child going out into the forest hunting down grown-ass people. Like, so... That was Henry. Again, not anything that his parents or any of his caregivers taught him. That was something that was always in Henry. Again, something where he got at some point in his life. I don't know what his parents did or what they was teaching him in they normal life. Me neither. But that was something that he got from just being him. So again, pre-established problems that this child had that we just cannot course correct. Henry was like the goddamn police or something. I don't know. Right. We will bring justice um, to this situation. On top of that, hormones, teen curiosity. All you know, that's what I'm thinking. He a fucking teenage boy and he liked this girl and he is about to go crazy and lose his fucking mind. Because teenagers do stuff that don't make sense. But my thing is, is there was no self-awareness. There was no course of correction. No nothing. He kept doing it. No matter how many times he got a break, he kept doing it. He kept doing it. He kept doing it. And she, and he literally didn't give a fuck about nobody else. Exactly. And even, and I said, I like, even nobody ever talks about how Henry literally started the fucking Whisperer War. It's literally his fault. And so many people talk to him. Even Enid had a conversation like, this is how I kind of lost Carl because he was going out trying to help somebody. You know, we get it. You want to help everybody you can, but sometimes, sometimes we can't help people and we need to mind our business because look at what it started. Now, you didn't got Coco Daddy out here in the graveyard because you didn't start this damn war. Our community's in shambles. Hilltop burnt to the ground. Like he, y'all don't understand the damage Henry caused. Like now, you know I'm still mad about Sadiq to this day. Hold on, moment of silence for Sadiq. 
Because when I tell you, I am still mad to this day about Sadiq. I really only shipped Rosita. If we had to pick, my favorite was her and Sadiq. Yeah, like, they were that- so fucking cute. And we never got to see it. Meanwhile, she running around with Gabriel Ballhead ass. And I, y'all know I like Father Gangster, but no, I did not support that relationship. It didn't. Even, I still don't understand how no he pulled Rosita. I'm sorry. I, I don't know what. Andrew how said. did he pull Rosita? How did Father Gabriel get a bad bitch and she know he ain't shit? How? <laughs> how? She just wanted somebody in the She wanted an unproblematic ass life at that point. She said, I'm going to get with the damn preacher. He ain't going to do nothing but pray. Because <laughs> how did he get Rosita? I still don't understand. Ooh, that just made me mad. There, it's literally Henry's fault there, that Sadiq is dead. There is one more child I do want to talk about, and I want to get your thoughts. Wait, wait, wait. So, wait. So, it's, so, basically, you could say it's Henry's fault that Carl's death meant, meant nothing after Carl fucking died saving Sadiq. Yeah, kind of. I I will say, thanks to the time jump, they did get six, seven years with Sadiq. So it did help. You know what I mean? We, it's not, it it was a short passing of time for us, the viewers, but for them, it was a while. I mean, it was longer than they knew Rick. They knew Sadiq more longer than they knew Rick. Like, sadly. You know, I never appreciated being forced to see Rosita and Gabriel for years and never getting to see her and Sadiq. Like, we, I don't nah. even, did we ever even get to see them kiss? No, they cuddled in bed. That was like, when she, that one time, that yeah, because she was like fake going with Gabriel. And then that's when Eugene would be talking about the love triangle. And it's like, sir, you're not in it. There is no love triangle. <laughs> but yeah, that was a whole nother conversation. Um, Eugene was doing the damn math. He knew how big she was supposed to be and this and this. And this and this and shout out to Eugene. And, and we need to start talking about but, the pluses for, for Carol too. Now all her kids dead after this. In Commonwealth, we still see her being an auntie to all these kids, taking them to school, watching them after school. Oh, you know before. Judith and RJ is on my list. Them was the last two kids on my list. Listen, because uh, let us not forget, she been raising uh Judith the whole time with Michonne and everybody else. Cause as long as Rick been well, it was always Okay, Judith is probably the only child that has truly been raised by everybody. It took, like it they took say, a it takes a village. Judith. Judith, literally, they say it takes a village. Judith has had the village. Like Carl kind of had it, um, but Judith got to start from scratch because Carl was like already what six, seven. He was when the apocalypse started, he might, like I think that. he was eleven. Eleven. Remember, we had this conversation before. He's eleven. That's another conversation. Okay, well, Chandler was little at 11. Um, he was so cute. Um, Carl, like, kind of, but Carl didn't start from scratch in the apocalypse. Judith is an apocalypse baby, so that's all she know. Like, they say it take a village. Judith has truly had a village, and she has spent a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of time with Carol over the years, and Judith is just fine. Judith is great. And all of them is like they even trust her to watch their kids. Like the characters don't even even think like Judith that. be watching the other kids like she grown. Right. Like they don't they, the adults don't think like oh Carol's untruth untruth and keeping they stupid kids. ass from killing themselves. That's what Judith be doing. <laughs> yeah, Judith is like literally the auntie to the kids. But regardless, literally, like Carol protects all the children. Like we can't we can't ignore the fact that when. 
was it was it Maggie and Carol when they kicked in that door to go rescue little Glenn? And Carol, with no hesitation, popped off that Commonwealth Guard. Like, she was not playing with you. You wasn't getting no chance to fuck up little Glenn. <laughs> Carol goes hard for these children, even when they're not her own. She truly does everything she can. And, I mean, she unloaded on Pamela ass after they done shot Judith. You know, she didn't clear the path for Daryl. She like, go. Like, Carol do everything in her power for these kids. Like, no. And do. And I'm glad towards the end that they really show her protecting all the kids and nothing bad truly happening and they survive it. Now, no, nobody's in 100% of her care, but that's okay because she did her job multiple times, 10 times over. more than Shit, at this point, yeah, because she and Daryl is gone. Right. So, Carol was already taking it. It was. And honestly, she probably Carol, was Carol. the one watching Judith and RJ after Daryl just left at the series finale. So. Mind you. And Daryl, and this is the thing too. Really, how long was Rick gone before Michonne left? Two years, or three, or four? Three. Wait, I don't know. Wait, I'm something sorry. Like that. What was the question? How long was? How long was Rick gone before Michonne went after him? Was it three? Because I just remember no, Daryl was in the years. woods for literally like two fucking years. Six. Michonne left, I think, Jesus after seven Christ. years, but the time jump in season nine is six years. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so he waited the whole suit. So, Judith was raised by Michonne, Carol, and Daryl, which is why, if you pay attention, who do Judith call auntie and uncle? Mm-hmm. She know who they are. Carol and Daryl. Do she call anybody else? Uncle and auntie? No, because they don't have that they, kind of they relationship. They do say Aunt Maggie. They do say Aunt Maggie, and they say um, Tia Rosita. That's it. I was about to say definitely Maggie, because obviously we know Maggie and Judith go right. to day one when she had to cut but her Maggie out her don't mama's really stomach. Be around like that. They had a few... Because Maggie been gone. Right. For... right. They... Ain't that sad that... Um... They don't even know Herschel. That's crazy to think about. Mag, uh, Daryl and Carol, that's crazy. They don't even know Herschel. No, not really. Because literally Maggie left when he was in the stroller. Like he wasn't even walking. Like he was little. That's fucking crazy. Mm, she got a oh bad God, That just made me so sad. I know. That's like the only one of their um, nephews that they don't really know like that. Literally is Herschel. But you see, Carol still went hard for... I'm telling you, that was one of my favorite scenes when Carol kicked down... Well, when Maggie kicked the dough in and Carol popped him off with no hesitation. I mean, he didn't even get a chance to fully turn around and see what was going on. What episode was that? Like 1121 or something like that. It was, I think it was the Outpost 22 episode. Mm. That was one of my all-time favorite Carol scenes. Like, it's just bad. It just goes to show you, Carol, it's not playing with y'all when it comes to these kids. I mean, Carol is really Maggie auntie if we're going to talk about it too. Carol is really Matt, like, Carol and Maggie go back. Mm -hmm. And why you think, like, I think about when they had that moment. I'm pretty sure we was in Alexandria at the time because this was before we met Negan. And um, when she set the people on fire in that building right before Rick and them got there to save them, boy, what? Yeah, even Carol, she made show. Carol was even protecting little Glenn and Maggie at that point because they was in the war. She said, Maggie, you ain't even supposed to be here. Like, you're supposed uh -huh. to be in the village, you know, protected by the walls. No. Like, 
And remember when the people had captured Carol and Maggie, you know, Carol started doing her thing where she was just acting like she couldn't deal with nothing. She was doing her, uh, her damsel in distress act. She was like, just please don't hurt the baby. Just please don't hurt the baby. And they looked at Maggie and Maggie was like, right. And I'm like, girl, it's all a part of Carol playing. She, she got it. She protected you because now they don't want to. No, you know, most decent human beings, even if they're an asshole, don't. And then they women on. They was women on top of that, so it's like they might right. kind of play to their motherhood, sure. them, you know, their nurturing side. And uh, but you know, she wasn't even really trying to kill at that point. But then when they cut Maggie's stomach, even though it was a little slice, no hesitation with him. Bop. It had literally just barely broke the skin, bitch. But I remember I was Bop. like. No hesitation. Carol, you don't already play. know she's pregnant. Why are you even swinging the knife that low? Carol don't play about her family. So, so yeah, y'all are not about to sit here and slander Auntie all these years later when she then went to hell and back for these people. Like, leave my auntie alone. She is not the reason that all of the Walking Dead kids died. Now, this and is what I uh, want to ask you: If you could blame her for any, just her own child, and that's it. And that's that's really a reach, right there. Mm. Really. But let me ask you this. So now we're going to Daryl Dixon season two, the book of Carol, right? Uh-huh. Cause I just want to know who outside of room rooming. What the fuck? Did you hear that? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh we going to the, the book of Carol, Daryl Dixon season two. So now she about to encounter another child, Laurent. How you think she's gonna approach this scenario? Almost fit. <laughs> This is a good question. See, this is why I have you on here. <laughs> Ooh, I wasn't ready for this. Um, he's definitely going to annoy Carol. Mm-hmm. Because he, he gets on my fucking nerves. He get on Daryl's nerves. If he wasn't so sweet, I don't even think Daryl would be able to deal with him. Um, right. Because Daryl cussed him out like I ain't I, never seen him cuss nobody out before. Especially a child, like no, for real. Daryl was fat because Daryl. We all know Daryl is not even a man of many words. Daryl, he not just out here talking just to be talking. Like 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 Norman say, Daryl is never gonna get up on the soapbox and give you a grand speech. Like that's just not who Daryl is. Um, he was so fucking pissed off because first of all, I just met you. It's literally been like two weeks, a couple of weeks. Like I literally do not fucking know you. We are 13 home. years into a post-apocalyptic world. We didn't went and I'm on the other right. side of the Atlantic Ocean. And people didn't sacrifice themselves to get you this damn boat, and you didn't you didn't just let it go adrift, sir. And literally, I knew I I had put it together so fast when they had showed it. I said that motherfucker let the boat loose, and that's why the walkers had got. However, you know all all walkers got to do was hear a stick break, and they be. That's how that man ended up getting ate up because Laurent was running his ass around the fucking woods, letting the boat go. That man, you mean to tell me that grown ass man to live all these years in the apocalypse and ain't never got bit. And all of us. And that's what, cause when, when the man got bit, I'm like, what the fuck happened? Everybody was quiet and sleep. Right. And then when Daryl went looking for the boat, I put it together, two and two together so fast. I said, that motherfucker let the boat go. And that was how I them walkers got back to camp and that man died. And I felt bad for that man. Right. Like, he doing something selfless. Everybody's sacrificing for this boy. And then, now, talk about this. We done got Laurent to the damn place. They're about to go back home. Now, Laurent done followed him all the way to the damn beach. So, this is a kid that's very adventurous, very hard-headed, 
just very given yeah. Henry. He's given Henry. That's why I'm like, what you think? No. How you think Laurent and Carol going? Because I just know in my heart they gonna put it. He gonna get on her nerves. They gonna put Carol in a scenario where she's stuck with Laurent by herself. I would be so pissed off. I know they are. When she finally, kept I wouldn't that like. Thing ooh, I don't know. Stuff. I just know he's gonna get on her nerves. That's all I know because. She gonna know he's the reason that Daryl is still stuck there. Like Daryl literally would have been on a boat on his way home. I think like I know y'all had to tie it in for season two to get Melissa over there to look for Norman. Okay, that's fine. Why it have to be because Laurent decided that he want to follow Daryl? Because it's my thing too. You this upstanding little boy. You supposed to be the new Messiah. You basically supposed to be Jesus Christ yourself nowadays, and that's what you've been. That's what you've been raised to think feel believe like that's supposed to be your honest to god truth okay so this man has literally risked his life to get you where you needed to go this situation ain't got shit to do with him he not even from y'all not even from the same fucking country you don't think it's selfish at all to stop him from going back to his family of 13 years you you don't think that's selfish right I don't, I don't like that at all. That little boy got on my last fucking nerves. Daryl, that boy when I tell you, I'm so goddamn. You feel that old? I was so fucking pissed. Like Laurent is so fucking annoying. I'm telling you, I know he gonna get on Carol's nerves. I don't know what they dynamic is gonna be, but he's going to get on her fucking. Dude. Nerve. He been on Daryl nerve since they is met. Is Carol super religious? I can't remember. I know they had that little thing no. in the church where she prayed in season two about Sophia, but I didn't think so. I know she believe in God, but I don't think she religious. That's gonna be interesting too, because you know Daryl's all that show's all about religion and belief, and I just feel like it's gonna bring out some feelings in Carol. Like you know what I mean? Like it might get weird when she get over there. I don't know. I'm interested. I'm really intrigued to see what they're gonna do. And you know, this is all this beef and all these that. enemies over there. Like Carol gonna have to get involved, kill people, protect people when she's supposed to be at home in the Commonwealth chilling. Like this is supposed to be her. People and we era. still don't even know who came back. Whoever she was telling Daryl on the radio nope. came back. Girl, who came back? I'm hoping it's Rick. Don't be Heath, because I'm not gonna be that excited. Lot, It'd be nice to see him, but like, I needed to be Rick. Morgan and Mo, because he had just left on fear. They think it's Morgan. You know, I ain't, I ain't never gonna finish fear. I ain't gonna even lie to you. Cause you know, you don't got to, but it's just Morgan because he left, and he, mm -hmm. you know, the first place he gonna look for Rick is Alexandria because that's where he's supposed to be at. <laughs> I didn't even know Morgan left. You watched the final episode six, didn't you? What was the last one you watched? I thought you watched oh, six. When Morgan, he went on the radio oh, and was like, this message is for Rick Grimes. You didn't see that? No. I literally don't know what you're talking about. I, I just remember, what season they on now? Eight. I didn't watch the whole, I don't even think I watched the whole first half of eight, but the last thing I saw was when he went back to King County with his son and all that other stuff. Was that eight, four? What yes, was that? That was eight, four. I don't know if I watched two and three, though. I just know the last thing I watched was 8-4. And I was like, oh, that was a nice, you know, bring it around for Morgan. Oh. Um, Liddy's acting was fucking insane that episode. Well, yeah, you're not going to watch it. Anymore. You know, I always no. love him, but yeah. Morgan went on the radio and it's like, this message is for Rick Grimes. I'm coming to look for you. I'm going to leave this radio on every day at dawn. You know, they had to throw it back. 
Swear to God. Yeah. yeah. It ain't worth watching Fear just to see that. I need to find the YouTube clip. Cause... It, it's the ending scene of 8-6. So yeah, go look it up because it's, it's a very beautiful callback. And um, he's headed back to oh Alexandria. So the hot take is that uh, the person who returned to Commonwealth is Morgan. That makes so much. See, now that's good. Because I feel like if it was Rick, she would have been like, Rick came back. Right. That's what I'm saying. He like, because obviously. Chill. Like, you know what I mean? So exactly. Morgan would. Because make- Morgan left on his own. Rick literally poofed in the fucking right. thin air. Like, they literally did not see where he went. Right. They wouldn't know if Morgan is alive or not. But it wouldn't be like a, oh, shit. You know, you know what I mean? Like, exactly, because it's Morgan. Dead, that's going to be a big deal. And you know, Morgan is like Carol. They leave, they come back, you know, they, they be having to get their brain together. Right, like mental healing, <laughs> even though Morgan didn't get to do none of that. Uh, more trauma. Oh, and the, wait, and the thing with um, Carol, too, with like, just real quick, I just want to always talk about this part, because I feel like people don't talk about that enough. Um, Carol literally carries that with her forever. I'm sure it's not as bad as Sophia. Because they didn't show us nothing like that with Sophia. But because so many people are dead now, obviously we get more Carol screen time. The ghost episode with Henry, that shit was so fucking scary. I know. She saw the Like a scary movie. With, um, all the- yes. Um, like she would literally be walking down a fucking dark hallway and he'll be standing there like mom oh my god that shit was so fucking scary that's what i'm saying henry did so much damage to he did a number on her and that wasn't even her fucking responsibility but she loved him so much because she goes so hard for love and then the writers just break her fucking heart and then (laughs) make everybody talk shit about her like (sighs) carol don't be wanting to do nothing but sit back relax at home bake and love her people. That is all Carol wants to do. That's all she's ever wanted to Literally. do. Just raise a family. Carol wants to be normal. Yeah. Carol don't be going out her way. She just be, you know what I mean? Unless you messing with her family, she's at home in the house baking. Like her and Daryl. Like her and Daryl are literally the same in that way. Daryl is out eating squirrel, minding his business. <laughs> And somebody, somebody always need Daryl to be Captain right. Save a Ho. Checking on their nieces and nephews, you know, just checking in, stopping by, minding their business, living their best life, trying to read or do whatever they like to do, and and they just get dragged into these scenarios, like literally. Carol and Daryl are raising RJ and Judith. Yeah, but I don't know who they would not have Carol even. Probably Ezekiel, I'm guessing. <gasps> I didn't even think about that because Daryl been gone. Ooh. Ezekiel could be the only one, or maybe Gabriel. Ezekiel's great. Yeah, Ezekiel is great. Yeah. And also Judith is at a good age where she can maintain. But they not like little, little, but like Yeah, and I it, it, it ain't gonna be too bad. Yeah, and I don't think too much time has passed, so hmm. Yeah. I I'm interested. No, Daryl literally been over there. I don't know the timeline, but I just know that watching um, Daryl, the episode literally be like every day. Like this will be today. Then we wake up tomorrow. We got to go here. Like Daryl, like they're on the move. They be in them places. Literally, they be spending night. Sometimes they don't even spend the night. They get to the community. The bitch getting shot up and they got to leave. So that's why I'm like, he literally has known Laurent, what, a month at the most? Not even that. A month at the most. That's what I'm saying. No, he didn't. Because he wasn't even, he wasn't even with the, no, they wasn't even the fucking, what is the nun compound? The, um, I forgot what it's called. You know the word I'm looking for. 
the it wasn't a church, but I'm just that's just what I'm gonna call it. They wasn't even there. Are you talking about the he Nattery? wasn't even there for a week. Yeah, he wasn't even there for a week. Right. It was it was literally just a few days because whatever, whenever he got there, he was unconscious. She changed his clothes, he got his bath, and he was there for literally because the gorilla, you know how they, how they say it in French, the soldiers came. Daryl literally wasn't even there for a week before they were on the road. He don't fucking know this little boy. Right. At and all. I, I, think and lo- and I feel like that's irresponsible to put that on him. I don't even think it was a week. He might have been there a couple of days because remember the dude it went wasn't. after his brother. He was brother. literally there a couple of days. His dude, the dude went after his brother um, like I don't even know if it was in the same day or the next day, but he came looking for his brother and his brother I think was it was the same there. day. And the, the grandfather- Yes, it had to be the same Yeah, day. and the daughter didn't get very far. And then she lied on Daryl. And then he went straight to the nunnery because he remembered seeing, uh, or he saw Issa's sign, which Her he had signs. just put out. So it had to yeah. have been a day or two. And then they went and fucked up the nunnery. And then they was on the road. Literally. Because Daryl was trying to get up Darryl out of Daryl wasn't even there. He was trying to just get to a radio. Because like, I, it's time to go. What am I doing here? This is crazy. Like- Laurent probably gonna try to like cling to Carol too. And she gonna be like- I'm not doing this for the fifth, sixth time. Because, <laughs> because we're not doing everybody, anything. every child sees how strong she is and they want her protection. Just like he wants that in Daryl. So Daryl makes him feel safe and Carol does the same thing for kids. And I think the raw is going to latch on to her and I think she's probably going to try to push him away. But it's going to be hard because he he's so sweet. And he's so curious and he's always wanting to learn. And he's smart too. No, his ass is least. He is smart. He's not stupid. Right. So I think he can pick up on a lot of what she puts down, and she might honestly be impressed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm interested, to, like you, like you said, to see the dynamic and what they're gonna do with that. That's what I'm excited. The only see, and the thing that's gonna piss Carol off is him acting like them walkers is gonna come back and start talking. <laughs> that is gonna piss Carol off. She ain't trying to deal with no fucking kids trying to be cool with the walkers. He, they had that little boy reading poetry to Perjan. <laughs> Beljean don't make no damn sense. It's not funny. I wish I would have had you on here. I literally just recorded the one about why Dead City was unfulfilling to me. Interesting. It, I think a lot of people felt that, honestly. It, and my problem with it is, and that's a whole different topic, but we'll talk about that another time. But I know. Mm. But yeah, I think that's pretty much it for it's not Carol's fault that all them kids died. Laurent, add your, add your ass to the dead list of kids if you want to. Right. And there's nothing. Do nobody be watching him? You, I'm sure Issa is right behind him. Like, as soon as he went missing, I'm sure. But they, you know, they would, Daryl was days out. So, if Laurent keeping up with Daryl, and she noticed maybe and that let night. Let me tell you something. But the next day, she's she going to be a day or a couple hours maybe at most behind him. No, and this is another thing I don't understand. Laurent was literally sleep. That boy was sleep in the bed. To be sleep. But this the thing. He didn't know Daryl was leaving that day, or did he? They, Unless um, they had an inkling that Daryl was about to get ready to go. He was packing and stuff the day before. Because Daryl didn't make an announcement. That's why he was going to Laurent to say bye. Because he never made the announcement. Like, well, all right, y'all, like you I'm know gone. He got his like magic it's good. So he probably felt it in his spirit. <laughs> That's no facts, though. He was like, 
Daryl got me fucked up if he think he about to leave me. He my daddy. That's literally like, and I don't like that they threw that on Daryl. Like literally, like he's you're his daddy. Like in so many words, that's what they kept saying. But yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. Oh, but down. yeah, if Laurent want to add himself to the list of dead kids, that's completely. I his hope decision. not. I, I I'm really curious what they're. Like the child got there and nothing happened. So I'm trying to see what they got going on, what they really thought was going to happen when Laurent got there, how he's supposed to save them. Um, I'm just really interested in that. But we're going to see when the Book of Carol come out, y'all. I'm ready. And we ain't got to wait too long. I think that's coming out probably in the summer. They almost done filming. I didn't even know they was fem- okay. They so, got a you know right, how they talk about it. They got a part, and AMC made a, a little agreement so that um, they they could work. Didn't strike. you hear today too that the strike is completely mm-hmm. over? But Daryl and Carol already got oh, a yes. head start because they signed off on Rishon and Daryl and Carol show to let them keep working. I believe they agreed to mm-hmm. some stuff already. Plus, I think it was easier to do because they in another country. So. Oh, yeah, that's true. They are in France, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we shall see. I just know that Laurent is definitely going to get on Carol nerves. It's going to be interesting. I'm ready, y'all. Book of Carol, 2024. I swear, but... All right, y'all. You never know when Tamaj is coming back, so I'll just say look forward to it. Yeah, y'all can count on me. I love a good Walking Dead chat. I was booked and busy today, but I squeezed in for this one, didn't I? Yeah, he squeezed me, and, you know, I'm grateful. Mm. But, yeah, y'all, you want to say bye to the people? I don't even, we don't even do outros. I never know how to end it. I just feel like I should just cut the camera We off. really don't. I don't know how to end it. And I'm cool. I ate all them damn Listen, noodles. Y'all know where to find me. I do the walking dead. Even I'm doing the abomination that is fear currently. And then after this, we getting reshown good. Oh, bless your heart. Yeah, we struggling over there. Two more weeks. And y'all know. And y'all know what I got to say is uh, Daryl Dixon is the best spinoff in the Walking Dead history until Rashawn comes out. And that will definitely be number one because Denai is not going to let me down producing and writing and every whatever else she's doing on the show. I just know she's not going to let me well, down. I'm ready. But yeah, y'all. Bye. It's not Carol's fault. All them kids died. We love Auntie Carol.